This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Looking to get out of the ads and back to the story? Fable and Folly Plus is a new way to support the creators you love. The podcast you're listening to right now and more than 60 others can be heard ad-free for as little as $4 a month by visiting fableandfolly.com slash plus. And now you'll start to see Fable and Folly Network shows are offering bonus content to all existing and new supporters. Find exclusive new episodes from shows like Where the Stars Fell, The Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program, and Civilized. Plus, early access to new episodes of Midnight Burger, all still entirely ad-free. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the podcast production company that's making the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts and a sixth event podcast, but we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for listening. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pun. Get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. There are plenty of different designs available, so there is guaranteed to be something you love. To show your love of Dum Dums and Dice, go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B. D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back? Redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merchandise today. All art supplied by the brilliant decapitated markers. Welcome back to Dumb Scum and Villainy, a Dum Dums and Dice podcast where professional voiceover artists and improvisers explore the underworld of this Star Wars Edge of the Empire role-playing game. I'm your host, Bloto the Toydarian. This series features our game master, Tom McGee, Ryan LaPlante as Abraxas Brash Kor, Tyler Hewitt as Vic Denbar, and Adam McNamara as the forgetful psychopath, Waka Waka Fanzi. During their space battle against the flower shuttles, Brash and Vic found synergy in the cockpit. Kano died tragically at the hands of a rogue Ugnot, and Waka made his best kill yet while wearing the corpse of his friend. There, you're caught up. So get out of my shop or spend money. No credits, only money. Amidst the asteroids and floating flowers, um, you are pulling your ship uh, up to Comstar Pegasus. So you got really lucky. Uh, it doesn't seem as though 
uh, any of the Black Sun um, gangsters on the ground have been made aware of your presence. Um, the asteroids themselves provided pretty good cover for you. Um, so having just recovered from, from your combat, uh, you're now able to approach the asteroid. So basically on the asteroid itself, there is a kind of a large, um, oxygen blister that, um, you can see sort of the entire, uh, comms array and, um, some other facilities are under. So think of it as, uh, I mean, honestly, the, the easiest way visually for me is like in Destiny, there are a lot of places where it's like, oh, here's just a giant chunk of the moon that you can run around on. So it's like the squirrel's house in SpongeBob SquarePants. It is like the, the squirrel's <laughs> house in SpongeBob SquarePants. Thank you, Ryan. Um, tried so, to drop the Destiny reference and you went straight in with the <laughs> sandy cheeks. <laughs> I mean, it, it's fair. The Traveler does live in a pineapple under the sea. Uh, man, Destiny got weird in the new version. Um, so, yeah, so that's kind of where you're at. Um, you can see there are some ships um, sort of parked outside the oxygen blister, very much like the Squirrel. It is like a glass dome. It's not like weird Gungan air tech. Um, and there do seem to be uh, kind of like specific ports to enter uh, enter from. Uh, you can see there is um, sort of one... We're, we're going to use just standard geographical directions for ease of thing. But remember, it's in 3D and you're in space. Um, there's uh, sort of a north entrance and a south entrance you can see. And then um, there is a sort of large mining facility a bit to the northwest um, that is outside the the bubble, but seems to kind of be its own, its own facility. Um, from where you're uh, kind of I think kind of with your long range scans and that sort of thing, um, you can see that there are a few ships kind of parked outside the bubble. Um, most of the uh, ground activity seems to be inside the bubble itself. So how many ships are parked outside? <laughs> uh, there are two outside and there are four inside. Do they look like the flower trucks we've they been do. dealing with? Flowers by Irene? Yep. Hmm. Uh, have, have we got any messages from the hackers? I feel like, is there like a, a way we could try to talk to them? Like if they hit us on a channel or something? Um, yeah, so... I'm going to say that it's still very sporadic. One of the problems is uh, you can tell... Uh, I'll say that you'd like uh, Fonzie through your like helmet dis uh, heads up display. You've received a bit more information from them. Um, it seems that they are um, holed up in the mining facility. Mm. Um, however, um, they don't indicate where. They just say like we entered through the mines. So, so there's somewhere kind of in and around. So the mines which are northwest. Yeah, outside a little bit of northwest bubble? outside of the bubble. Um, but uh, they do caution that, again, there's a lot of foot traffic going on. Basically, the, the Black Sun has taken over uh, the comm station. So so do, do we have the ability to ask them a question? Uh, go ahead and roll me a, I don't know, let's do a, like a computers. Yeah. Do like a computers check. Okie dokie. I need two of those, Tyler. So, yeah. Uh, we'll say two purple. Um, you can upgrade... Uh, I'll give you two boost from the hackers. And, uh, yeah, and so, Ryan, you've got, um, what, uh, do you have I, I, No, just... I've only got intelligence, so oh, I, okay, I play great. it. All right. That feels about right, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't, listen, I can't be great at everything, even though I am. All righty. I have... Oh, there's the picture. Okay, I have uh, one success. That's all right. But the, okay, so I have a failure, but also two advantage. Uh, okay, so with the failure, um, I'm going to say that you can ask the question and you will likely get a partial answer. All right, so if we just blow up this dome and kind of space all these assholes, <laughs> are you guys going to survive? Uh you get a response back that seems optimistic, but not certain. <laughs> oh, are we sure they're hackers and not a magic eight ball? <laughs> I say we'll risk it. <laughs> I feel like, you know, they always say eight out of ten are pretty good odds. <laughs> you a gambling man, Vic? I'm, I, I feel like that's my only thing. <laughs> you know what I like about you? Consistent answers. Uh, everybody ready? Strap yourselves in. All right, I strap myself into, like, the gunner things. Oh, that, good. I was gonna say, like, you need to you need to go to the, the yeah. gun. Section. So, I, well, I got Kano strapped to me right now. So I like I unpluck the knives 
on me and I kind of put them back on magnets and I carefully fold Kano underneath my seat so he doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> Are you like breaking limbs to do yeah, it? Like, yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's safely stowed so he's not flying anywhere. Um, and then I strap myself in and I like reconnect myself to sure. the battle computer. So, so we'll gear up for like a speed pass where we're going to okay. come in fast. I think um, Waka Waka, you probably know a little bit more about uh, weapons stuff. These things are, like, particularly because it's built on the side of an asteroid, the odds of being able to just shoot your way through this thing are low. Like, you need pretty heavy ordnance, uh, likely explosive. Now, taking it out from the inside is a different story, but um, these things are purpose-built to survive the, the rigors. It's not like a, 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 you know, fragile glass dome. But would it survive a ship running into it? Likely. It would survive. I mean, given that it's on an asteroid... Like in an asteroid field, they had to build like the glass would secure. Stuff. Yeah, stuff would it survive with it all the time? Would it survive two flower ships running into it? I mean, look, it's your world. You do what you want. <laughs> okay, so what if? <laughs> Just a second. Okay, everybody, get out of your seats. We undo. Maybe we'll go meet in like the kitchen. Well, okay, now I looking at our gear here. We got some heavy-duty stuff, but it's not going to be able to blast through this dome. I say we get those pretty big flower trucks, light them up, and <laughs> ram them full speed <laughs> at the weakest point of the dome. I, I don't think we would survive uh, driving those ships, flying those ships into the dome. We can uh, hack them. We can hack them, and uh, do you know what I think? We that, could, I think we could get incredibly literal here. We're not gifted hackers. That's not really our thing. But we could take our time. We could strap the ships together. Mm. We could tether them to this ship and make it a giant swinging ram. We go straight for the door. We peel off. Let them ram home. What if, oh, we could get the robots. We'll get the robots, and then they can eject at the last second, and we can pick them up. I'm not emotionally attached to the robots, so suicide robots? I think Sweet would be fine with that. See, he's fine with it. He's, he's <laughs> sweep a, sweep he's, looks like d- d- like distinctively not okay with this. <laughs> he's good with it. Trust me. We we've talked about this. He's hardcore. <laughs> sweep sweeps like sweep sweep. All right. Now we need uh, new nibs. Is new well, nibs on board? I, th- I think you mean dibs. Oh, first dibs. of all, uh, <laughs> dibs two. Dibs two. Uh, and I've lost one dibs already <laughs> from your plans. He has ascended to a higher level, and I pull out a little uh, glass like vase from my neck and necklace, and I have some of dibs ashes in, <laughs> in, inside that I that I gathered, and I and I it's like he is he is right here. He's not gone. And I, and I put it back in my shirt. Well, why isn't that part of my character's arc? How come I don't have dibs ashes? <laughs> you were there when he ascended. Okay, so I, I just leave and let this argument continue. Uh, having realized that this plan will suicidally kill us all, I leave them arguing to quietly drive us to the other side and sneak us down to the mine. <laughs> um, all right, so um, as... Uh, yeah, I'm going to say you can kind of safely do that um, because you took out the other ships. There's no one really observing. Um, are you... Hmm, is your plan to, like, land on top of the mining facility and then enter, or are you going to do extra vehicular... Do we have suits? I imagine we'd have something, but I, I don't think, know if that's true. I think, uh, so Waka Waka is good because he's got kind of, like, pseudo-Mandalorian armor, um, but I would say that the other... You likely have emergency suits, but not. It's not great. It's kind of like uh, basically think of them as uh, airplane uh, life vests. So if all the oxygen drained out, it could kind of keep you alive for a little bit. But it's not. You don't have like full EVA suits. Then we probably need to land. I'd land near an entrance, mm-hmm. uh, using as much cover as we could. But nobody's really watching, and we can leave the droids and just be like, "Man, the guns!" Because we've also got a uh, Shatter Star, yep. who's around. So, right. And then she shows up, and she's like, "Hey, where's Kano?" Oh, he's uh, he's holding my seat. Don't don't worry. He's, oh, he's okay. All right, great. I just you know after after dibs, I, you know, it's a, it's a little scary working on on board. And I mean also. Uh, our, our friend who's who's recovering. I mean, I, we've we've had we've had some some casualties, and you know, as as a valued equal member of the crew, despite not being played by a different person on this show, I just you know, as long as Kano's okay, that's that's great. I just mm-hmm. how's my bike? I rub my <laughs> rub my forehead, and I'm like, this is a very unfortunate conversation to have to have. He's dead, just like Dibs. Uh, 
Waka Waka seems to have a distant relationship with mortality. Uh, it really starts to affect things over time. We and haven't just... seen the last of Kano. <laughs> In that case, I will get back to work on that bike because I'm scared now. Actually, what we need you to do is stay in one of the cannons in case we get attacked by Black Sun. We've got to, like, go out for a bit and come back with more friends that are going to save all of our lives. Well, I do like having my life saved. That is that is big, big priority for me. Uh, it's part of my character. It's my backstory. <laughs> I like to survive. Uh, so, sure. Great. Oh, could we... I yes, man the guns, but kind of do a fifty-fifty job. <laughs> Can you also like kind of you know hour at the guns, hour fixing my bike? Nope, nope. Just, just so. Just the, do you know what? Do you know what? I've heard there are a stack of fork guns inside this mine. I got a message from the from the hackers up at the front. They said so many fork guns, and I said. Uh. Can we get two? It's going to speed up so much work on this. It was bike. a fork gun mine. <laughs> yeah, it had fork minium. <laughs> that makes sense to me. All right. <laughs> Okay, so, Shatterstar, I'm going to go in, mine some fork guns, so you can attach more fork guns to my bike. But in the meantime, I'm going to need you to add more fire to it. Well, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I'm just going to, we're going to, and then I just like close the door with Shatterstar outside, <laughs> so she's in the turret, and then I'm like, I'm very sorry to do this, but I do have control of the doors, and I just like lock her in, just walk, walk, we're going to find so many guns. Okay. Imagine, what if you found a fork knife? That's like half a fork. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, useless for both things I would want it for. Sold. Um, okay, cool. And uh, so you kind of sit down near the um, the mining facility. The mining facility looks abandoned. Um, it looks uh, pretty uh, worse for the wear. Um, but it is a, a big, big, big uh, building. Um, in terms of how you can get from the ship to you can probably use the eva suits to like quickly sprint across but it really is like a that's what i figured was just like we just got to get in yeah it's 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 kind of a shoot between two things not like a can we make sure we can get in there before we are in our suits and find out that we can't here's the thing we can get in if you're fast enough (laughs) do you want to race i mean i'll be fine i'm i'm the fastest (laughs) I'm worried about you because I'm a charismatic and caring leader. Well, do you know what I'll say? Walker, you feel like you could pick me up if I fall down? Oh, yeah, buddy. Walker's here till the end. Go! (laughs) (laughs) Take off at the door. (laughs) Um, So the door hisses open. Um, Vic, are you actually going to try and race him, or you can let him have this so that he he feels special? Uh, No, I'll, I'll... I mean, I'll run a race and... And me just kind of, you know, having like a fun run will be much faster than anyone has ever seen. <laughs> Great. Okay. Uh, I was just thinking of Forrest Gump for some reason. I was like, I like it. Um, is, is this zero gravity? Uh, the gravity is very low. Oh, okay. Yeah. Moon They were just like, yeah. They would just be running at the, at the spot. Just my legs pumping like crazy. Uh, yeah. So, um, uh, Vic, you start sprinting and yeah, because of the low grav, like your, your foot hits and you're just kind of arcing through the air with your, your little yeah, speedy just, legs. Let's get a little audio of that. I'm just, uh, all right, gang, let's go. <laughs> um, and, um, brash, I feel... I feel like you're doing like a weird spider climb run thing along the the ground. Um, there's an elegant way of doing it, but you don't know how. <laughs> I'm not in this suit. It's, yeah. it's the outfit that's holding me back. Totally, uh, but it does mean you're actually making better uh, pace than um, than <laughs> Sc- Vic. Screaming Vic. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, Fonzie, uh, because of your your outfit, you can actually just enter this. How do you go across? I uh, I kind of do like big jumps. Like how, like, you know how like the Hulk kind of jumps around? I'm just like, like, I'm just like Hulk jumping to the entrance. Okay, great. Uh, So the three of you make it there. Um, Fonzie beats the two of you, but doesn't notice. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The the door panel is, um, is, again, very old and kind of um, ill-used, but as you approach, it dings green. Uh, and you sort of hear a hiss, uh, and the, the doors open into, uh, kind of the entry hallway, um, for this mine. It seems that there, uh, was sort of a rare element worth mining inside the asteroid. Um, and it's, I don't know if you've been in, in any of these buildings. There was a, there's an old soap factory that's abandoned in Toronto that they use for like a lot of film sets and that sort of thing. And it was wild, like walking through and seeing all the weird old posters that are just like, do a good job. <laughs> so, uh, so it's that kind of shit where it's just like, remember happy miners are 
productive miners and it's all the weird like red faction shit you could expect to see from like a weird space mine um <clears throat> but uh, again kind of uh, disused so the door hisses shut behind you um honestly like any uh weird uh corporate building you find in fallout is kind of a good visual reference so just ev- everything it looks like it was uh, abandoned in a hurry um everything's just kind of scattered around um as you enter the hallway, door hits a shut behind you, and um, some kind of sickly blue lights click on overhead um, that cast that kind of awful, overly bright kind of fluorescent uh, light. Um, you don't see or hear anyone. Uh, it does, yeah. Do we have like do we have atmosphere detectors or whatever on our EVA suits? Uh, yeah. As soon as the door hisses shut, like the the suits. Green for for breathable air. Great, I'll take my my helmet it off. It smells so bad in here, though. <laughs> like it is, it's that awful, like musty kind of wet mold smell. And Ooh. I just like take Ooh. a deep breath, and I close my eyes, and I just tense my body and fart out a wave of pheromones, and then I <laughs> tighten the neck, so I'm just getting a little bit to keep me like it's feeling like, yeah, good. It's, it's like breathing into your sleeve. Yeah, yeah. yeah all right. Yeah, but I smelling my own armpits and. Everyone likes their own brand. <laughs> I um I take my whole suit off. I take my helmet and my uh my whole exosuit exo no um, um atmospheric suit uh, completely disrobe and I'm wearing like adventure chic gear now. So <laughs> where got, did you get this? Like what what is his improvised adventure chic from a ship we stole? Uh, I found one silk shirt. <laughs> <laughs> And it was like a turtleneck, but I, I kind of uh, ripped it down the middle, so it's like a deep, <laughs> deep V to show off, you know, my... No, did you leave the turtleneck part, though? So, like, there's just literally, it's like... A, it's a high kind of flopsy neck, but it goes yeah. down into a deep V. <laughs> All right, so, you, so you did the raised neck, and you ripped the shirt in the middle, so it's got, like, the cleavage window yeah, I was gonna from say, comic it's the books. Power, it's the Power Girl cleavage window. It, 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 it breaks at the neck, but it's just it's still loose turtleneck kind of wiggly wobbling <laughs> <laughs> around the back yeah, of yeah, my silk neck. Silk is not known for maintaining structure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you wearing anything else or just a sh- silk shirt? No, I'm... Silk shirt pants I'm and scrooging it with my fucking candle. <laughs> my silk shirt at night um no i uh silk shirt and gun and no pants i i've kept my uh my pants from our previous heist uh, yes. oh you're heisting, heisting trousers you're, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, pants. day pants well, they're my poker pants space poker pants they're space also poker. white so yeah, yeah you get a whole look uh okay great so um the three of you uh start kind of making your way into the facility um so again just to kind of uh, move us ahead on on this facility. Um, there isn't anything that exciting here um, in terms of uh, looting and that sort of thing. You're certainly welcome to look around, um, and you can roll to see if you can kind of like scare anything up. But it really does feel like an office that was quickly abandoned. Um, that said, as you begin to explore, you realize it wasn't an emergency evacuation or anything. It was more of a take whatever's valuable and go. Um, but we're, we're getting off this rock, uh, okay. kind of situation. So, you know, filing cabinets and stuff are open. Um, most of the computer terminals are gone. You can see the space where they would have been. There's still like keyboards and things around, but the actual computers themselves aren't here. All right. Uh, I am leading the group, um, in that way that like a child will walk in front of their parents, just kind of like the parents are still deciding where we go, but the child, <laughs> the kid thinks the they're kid, driving the bus. The kid is like, I need to maneuver in front of you so that I'm leading. Uh, and I'll, I'll periodically stop and hold up my fist. And then, like, wave forward, whether you guys stop or not. I mean, <laughs> I think we both all know that you don't, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's you disappearing into and out of frame doing yeah. bad karate <laughs> while we just keep walking like people. Yeah. Just yeah, arching my eyebrows all over the place. Yeah. Like, mm, it's mm. that uh, clone high bit where uh, Gandhi is doing backflips and, like, running away. <laughs> and uh, George Washington Carver is just, like, walking. That's correct, yes. Very casually. I could, yeah, because, uh, I mean, we're here for the people yeah, as yeah, opposed yeah. to the stuff. And the moment you see all the good shit's gone, I'm like, ugh, this yeah. never going to be anything deep. <laughs> you, you take it with you is the thing <laughs> about money. Mm. My uh, my soldier instincts kind of kick in, and I'm, I am I hang back a bit, and I unsling my fork gun and kind of I'm just on, like, you know, patrol, like, cool. scanning yep. I do have Brash's uh, blaster in my hand mm. as well, the one that you... The one that I think I took from you because you, you were waving it in my from face. me because yeah. I threatened you with it. Yeah. Yes. So as you guys make your way uh, through the facility, um, Waka, you actually pick up some movement, um, and it seems as though there is uh, like a Gronk power droid uh, that's just bumping into a wall. Uh, so okay. the Gronks are just like think like a garbage can with legs. 
Oh, those uh, guys. They, they just go like, yeah, grom, 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 I, I, like, I like those guys, yeah. yeah they, they were basically the only way to determine whether you were a light side or dark side character in the original Jedi Knight. So you just kill a bunch of Gronk droids and they're like, I guess you're evil now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the interesting thing, though, is he said that you picked up the movement. So, I mean, based on you liking this droid, you very well may be carrying it now. <laughs> so, so, like, do I I'll see it or is it, like, in my scanner I, like, detect, yeah, like, like it, your, your scanner like a map detects, and a beep? Yeah, detects, like... Uh, if we were using our Witcher senses, like the echo circle from just kind of okay, far and we just right. we hear from that like gronk. Yeah, you kind of like yeah, gronk, gronk, gronk. Are any of the hackers named Gronk? Because someone's <laughs> looking for them. Someone's <laughs> looking for. Hi everyone, this is Laura here. I'm not totally sure what to say because Ryan is making me do this because I'm sitting here and we're about to record. But if you want to help to join in and possibly mess me up, uh, you can throw some fun into the mix at patreon.com slash dice. And join our community, have a say in what happens in the show, and a bunch of other stuff. So come check it out and make my life better or worse. Who knows? So I, 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 like, find the Gronk. Sure. So um, it looks uh, to be about the same vintage as everything else in the, this place, but you can see that it's kind of been recently, like, the area around its, um, I guess, like, the activation port and everything else uh, has kind of been recently dusted. Um, and uh, you can see that uh, someone clearly fired this thing up. Um, the Gronks were kind of, like, essentially walking batteries um so you can kind of see that the ports you would use to charge things uh, have been recently used uh that said the droid does look in, in like not great shape hence the bumping into a wall well hello friend now it seems like you've been having conversations with maybe some people and i lean down to try to bathe the droid in a little bit of my pheromones just because it's instinct i can't not <laughs> grong <laughs> we all deserve something better so maybe you could help us find the people who took such Advantage of your ports, and we could uh, get you out of here. Gronk. The droid just keeps bumping into the wall. Hang on, let me try something. And I'll, I'll get down to like his level, <laughs> its level. You know, I'll, like I'll get down and I'll like look it right in where I think its eyes might be. It, the background is just br- like shrugging, yeah. hating <laughs> it for me. And I'll say, Gronk. And the droid stops. And I'll say, Gronk. The droid kind of like shuffles two steps back and tilts slightly as though in in surprise. Gronk. (laughs) Gronk. We're getting somewhere, guys. Hang Uh, on. And then the droid starts walking (laughs) and just starts bumping into you. Hey, hey, quick, stop. Gronk. Stop. Gronk, stop it. What? Would you? And I'm like backing away, so he's like advancing on yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the only time in my life I've ever quit, not g- been offended guys. that I was not the first sexual choice <laughs> in a trio. All right, so are there any paths in the dirt? Like I just want to look around and see if, they, if we can figure out where the Gronk may have come from. Um, so it looks like the Gronk. Like these things are again, they're just like giant batteries on legs. So it's a pretty heavy, heavy thing. Um, it. Likely, kind of, uh, from observing the ground, you can see where it was likely just kind of left uh, previously. Um, it seems to have kind of walked a few meters from that spot and then started walking to the wall. Um, your guess would be that whoever activated it likely came to it, powered it up, and then left. That said, um, now they're kind of looking for footsteps and that sort of thing. You can see a bit, um, but someone has clearly taken some effort to obscure no, I, I, I have a question. So yes. my helmet can plug into uh, the weapons stuff in our ship. Yeah. Could I attach my helmet to the robot yeah, and totally. then maybe try to like... Gronk it up. See, yep. like on my Iron Man screen, see if there's like info, like totally. when it's booted up. Yeah, so you uh, kind of like um, pull off a, a cable as as the, the Gronk droid continues to bump into to Vic. Uh, you just kind of, you kind of like walk <laughs> along behind it. Yeah, and I'll, uh, I'll like, I plug it in and I'll, I'll take my helmet off because... I think I can like my my visor can maybe mm-hmm. turn into like a little like uh, projector like, like projector, <laughs> and sure. so I'll plug it in and I'll kind of like turn on my projector and, and point it at a wall Great. to see what comes up. And it's still in so, like shitty Star Wars technology, so it's yeah. all like weird and and blue. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at you very surprised. Uh, what do you look like? I've never seen you with your helmet off. Uh, well, I uh, I'm scruffy and I got a big metal plate. Uh, 
on my forehead. I shriek. <laughs> <laughs> what? Did you think he was a droid? I just... I, I, look, I... What is, what is your hair like? Like, could you just give us a little bit more? Um, like, slicked back. Um, well, here, I made a drawing. Uh, and I'll describe it. So it's like... Um, like slick back, long, kind of like hair. You're a character uh, from uh, scary stories you tell in the dark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like stubble. Uh, so you're Ray Winstone with a blade yeah. in your forehead. Yeah, kind of like, like I, I kind of want to look like Punishery. Like I've, oh, I've seen, oh. like I've Punisher se- Warzone Punisher. Yeah, like I've, I've taken a lot of hits. Like maybe I've got like you know a bit of like a broken nose, like cauliflower ears kind of thing. Like I've, I've if you had, been if you had to fights. pick a Hollywood celebrity or a fighter, who would you pick? Oh jeez, um, I'd be. Oh, I'm blanking on his name. The the most recent guy to play the Punisher. Oh, uh, John Bernthal. Yeah, on like the net okay. on the Netflix thing. All right, okay. so John Bernthal with the stubble and a metal plate in his forehead. Yeah, long, a bit and of like, longer hair. On a real bad day, like like John Bernthal. Yeah. He had John Bernthal playing a meth addict. Yeah. With a plate in his head. Yeah, with like a yeah, just like a and it's like like screwed in, just like screw marks in my head. To like keep it's like a Judge Dredd character <laughs> yeah, just appearing yeah, in yeah, Star yeah, Wars. Yeah. And to be clear, it's you haven't adorned it with anything. It's literally just like... It's, it's whatever the hospital did. Okay, like, yeah, I yeah, haven't, haven't touched, touched it. it. Yeah, Great. they're just like, boink. Yeah, just like, so yeah. It's, it is very, like, just pure, like, chrome or whatever, just a, a really, like, shiny yeah, metal right. piece. You know, Walker, every new thing I learn about you explains a lot. Thanks, bud. <laughs> All right, let's watch this. Uh, so playing back the um, sort of footage of uh, the Gronk droid, um, you can see uh, someone kind of uh, dressed. Um, essentially, you can see footage of, of someone who seems to be wearing some kind of stealth suit. Um, so you can see them when they move, but when they don't, um, it's just kind of almost a shimmering um, reflection of sort of like a, it's that classic um if the technology were a bit better predator style thing. So just like when, when the figure isn't moving, uh, it's just, there's a little distortion that you can kind of see through, but the minute they start to move, it's like that weird broken Mm -hmm. mirror thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, seeing the tape, I just speak. So you've snuck around, but it looks like we've caught you. And I turn around and I draw my pistol and I just aim it where I assume a person is waiting for us. Um, you see nothing. <laughs> I imagine if it had worked, though. Uh, and then I just tuck the pistol away. <laughs> like Smash Cut to the invisible guy standing one foot to the left of that. Being like, yeah. sweat <laughs> dripping. you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, they didn't trade me for this at all. Um, so, uh, yeah, so the figure seems to come up um, and uh, kind of take off uh, what looks like sort of a heavy um, backpack. Uh, you can see the, um, the the stealth suit drop off when they like take their their stuff off. Um, they seem to pull some uh, portable battery packs out and sort of plug them into the Gronk, um, and uh, just uh, you you hear um, uh, the figure's voice just kind of say, "Oh, uh, pardon, uh, pardon me, sir or ma'am or or however you choose to identify droid. I'm uh, going to need your ports." And then starts plugging plugging stuff into the ports. Uh, and the video footage kind of like you speed ahead and it's the classic like guy moving in fast motion as things plugged. Uh, he's wearing a mask, uh, but you can see kind of like, um, a series of bumps around the crown of his head. Um, but think like kind of classic ninja garb. So you're just kind of seeing the eyes. Um, and, uh, he looks over his shoulder in, in kind of panic at one point, rips all the, the things out, throws them in the pack, uh, and then disappears. Uh, and a few minutes later, um, a series of um, Black Sun thugs kind of come through with like the rifles up, the, the sort of classic like breach and clear uh, thing. But by that point, he is gone. Is there any evidence in the environment of a group of Black Sun thugs moving through? Um, there seemed to be, uh, if so, they didn't really touch much. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, I mean, looking around again, there. The, the ground has been disturbed in various places. It's just there's no clear, like, I guess what I'm trying to get at is there isn't, like, a clear trench of walking. Like, sure, no yeah. one's worn a path. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, my blaster's in hand now. This has become a much more dangerous game. And I step forward and see if there's, a like, a button I could push or something to try to manipulate what we're seeing. Because I want to know if there's a timestamp. I want to know exactly when this took place. Uh, yeah, you can, I think you can safely find that. Um, this seems like it happened about an hour ago. 
Oh. Well, looks like we need to be a little sneakier, a little meaner, and we probably shouldn't do so much yelling. Uh, and I just like swoop my top knot around. Gronk. Yeah, and I get like one line of moonlight that crosses across both eyes, and I say, it's time to save ourselves, an invisible being. <laughs> Uh, I like to imagine that moonlight is actually you just edging your face into the projection light. Oh, yeah, I'm totally <laughs> fine with that, yeah. Uh, okay, wicked. So um, how would you like to try and track this um, invisible figure? You've got, um, again, uh, some some disturbed uh, spots on the ground. Um, you, uh, you're basically in, still in sort of the reception greeting hall, so you could poke around a bit and see where things are now that you've seen the battery packs. Um, it's clear that something is running somewhere in this building, uh, but you're not sure what, well, uh, does the lobby have any kind of feng shui of like, 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 is there like a map or a place to go kind of thing, yeah. to a certain totally. place? Or? So, um, you can go and find a map of the facility. Uh, it seems that the mine itself is sort of on the, the, the bottom floor. So the basement for black, better term is, is the kind of mining entrance. Um, from there, you can see that the mine um, kind of spreads out uh, in a variety of different directions, almost kind of running like veins through through the asteroid. Um, there does seem to be secondary access to the mine um, from within the bubble. Um, you can kind of see roughly, you know, here's the facility, here's the emergency exits. Um, in terms of the building itself, um, kind of one floor up is the admin level. Um, so that's where a lot of the offices are. Um, the CEO's office would be up there, that sort of thing. Um, one floor down is like the rec, so the rec facility. So the mess hall, uh, bunks, that sort of thing for workers to stay. Um, there would be kind of, um, for lack of a better term, an engine room um, that uh, like there's a, sort of like a, Generator room, I guess, would be it that uh, powers the facility. Um, and then there's you know, all, basically all the things you would expect to find. There's um, like a tool room, equipment room, a laundry, that sort of thing. Is there like a lunch room? Yeah. The, yeah. The, there's the, like a, a mess hall. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. It's got like a cafeteria. So well, what, let's, let's head to the mine, right? The hacker said they were in the mine. Ah, true. We might be able to get a map of the mine, though. We don't want to get lost underground. Is there something hmm. I can download? Can I download a map so I can have it in uh, my Not from man? the Gronk droid. Um, all the computers seem to be missing from this floor, but... Hmm. Um, Maybe if we go to the CEO's office. You know what they say about people that rich? They're not risking their life for a computer. They do say that. I, I've heard that I also, as well. I've heard that saying. Yes, I also know phrases. I think it's pretty well known. Sayings, and I'm like staring <laughs> at Brash. And I just like spin the gun, an elaborate like thing, like throwing it between hands, tuck it away, and say, "Perfect." And I take up Brash's gun and drop it immediately, and like <laughs> shit, and I pick it up. And I'm like, "Your gun's weird," and I walk off. <laughs> Um, I follow him now realizing if I could do this again, I could probably pick it up before he gets it. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I unplug myself from the droid and put my helmet back on. And then I, I, I kind of pick him up and I'm carrying the droid under one arm. Uh, the droid is huge. He's a big boy. Oh, yep. uh, then I kind of shift him in the direction where we want to walk and hope that he follows us. <laughs> okay. He starts to shuffle very slowly after you guys. Yeah, okay, he's got to right. hump Vic some more. <laughs> <laughs> Gronk. Um, <laughs> just the gronkiest of all droids. Mm -hmm. Um, wicked. So you, uh, make your way, um, kind of to the, there are, um, lifts like, uh, elevators, but, um, they all seem to be powered down. Um, there's sort of an emergency staircase along the side though. So you make your way into that. Um, and this is where you find your first body. Um, Ooh. so there is a, uh, Trandoshan who are the, the big reptilian motherfuckers. Um, and, uh, he appears to have been, um, sort of shot, uh, double tapped in the, the back and then one in the head. Um, so he's kind of in, in a, up like a pile at the base of the stairs. How, uh, fresh does he look? Uh, pretty fresh. Within the last Ooh. hour, somebody nabooed this guy. <laughs> Hold me like you did on the, <laughs> oh. yeah. that world's a hell hole. All right. <laughs> so I want to search the guy to see if he's got. 
any weapons or credits sure. or identification, anything. Um, so, yeah, with a quick search, you can find, uh, I'll say, 10 credits that are just kind of accidentally amongst these things in the same way you can find, like, pocket change. Uh, right, so, in the, right in my pocket now. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, he's wearing um, a weapons belt that's clearly been looted. Um, so uh, there's nothing on it, but you could see it would have held, like, a bracer of grenades. Um, he's definitely got Black Sun tattoos, um, which... Brash, you would recognize because you kind of have criminal contacts. I don't think you've you've ever worked with the Black Sun, but you know. I know of them. Of like you them, know the certainly. symbols. It's like knowing a Hell's Angels. Yeah, exactly. When we yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Um, so yeah, it looks like uh, he was caught off guard, um, obviously due to the the nature of the the wounds. Um, that said, as you kind of look around, you can see some blaster scoring on the walls, uh, and it looks like there was a firefight here. Quoteth Willem Dafoe, there was a gunfight! <laughs> yeah, but I've already said no yelling, so we all <laughs> behave. Yeah. Well, looks like other people have chosen a similar path. Let's keep it quiet. How's Gronk handling these stairs? Uh, Gronk has reached the bottom of the stairs and is just bumping against the bottom step. Oh, wow. Better than I thought it would. No. Um, is there a way we can encourage him up the stairs, or...? Uh, you could tip him over and try drag him up the stairs. Ooh, okay, so then I... That's a good idea. So, I so, gesture towards idea. Vic to like get his gun up. So I... Uh, so I try to be quiet. <laughs> uh, you said he had a belt that was ransacked, right? Uh, yeah. So I, I take off the guy's belt and I tie it around Gronk. And then I, uh, I t- take off the guy's pants and I kind of make it into like a rope. And then I tie it to the belt. Oh, and I kinda... God. I, like, reach down and pull the guy's shirt over his <laughs> genitals. Like, I'm not his cool with this. genitals, yeah. yeah. So I kind of... And then I tie it around me, and I and I walk up the stairs, and I'm dragging the gronk up the stairs with me. So we're right. getting, like, a clang, clang yeah, every time. Yeah, it's like a so, metallic yeah, diaper yeah. full of a gronk <laughs> but, but I want, yeah, off the steps. I want the gronk to come with me. I have I have plans for, for the gronk. <laughs> All right. So, Adam, I'm going to need an athletics check from you, please. We okay. may as well have a funeral for the droid right <laughs> now. So... Uh, so we'll make this three purple because this is tremendously inconvenient. And uh, I'm going to say abstractly, you cannot use fate. I'm banning it from <laughs> hauling the droid up the fucking stairs. All right. I have one athletic, so that, that's one yellow. Uh, one yellow. Yep. Okay. And then uh, what is your brawn? My brawn uh, it's up, up is top. a two. Two. So then you'll get one green. Oh, okay. That's right, because it's the sum. That's yep. Right. Okay. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to give you... He's going to get a boost for his pants diaper? <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to give you a, a setback for your pants diaper because <laughs> okay. those materials aren't It strong. would have been easier to just shove the drawing. <laughs> yeah, can 100%. I, can I use a, a destiny point? Because I'm really... I'm you, you got real like, big plans? I'm, I'm really yeah, excited. Right. We're I'm flipping really... it. So, Sorry, Brash. Why do I even talk? <laughs> so can I so get... upgrade your uh, other green to a yellow. Okay, yeah. Like I, and, I, and looking at it, I'm... I'm a bit of a pants. Like I know good pants when I see pants. So <laughs> right. I'm like, these you're, pants you're, can you're really. A pantsman? Well, they're like war pants, right? They're not just gonna fall apart. <laughs> I mean, like, they're, they're, they're sturdy... not heist pants like no. Vic is wearing. They're war pants. These are like black sun, like heavy I'm duty pants. War pants. Brash is so fucking mad. He's turned red, <laughs> and, and at this point. He's going ahead. Like, he yeah, just, like, yeah. shoves you gently aside and just goes uh, up like the you're, stairs. You're basically an, a character from Inside Out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. Our, our target's going away, and I'm just busy, like, tying. Gronk. <laughs> Don't worry, buddy. I got it. Gronk. All right. Let's see. Uh, he rolled pretty fucking good. <laughs> okay. So I got... Sorry, let me do some math. I got one failure, one... You have two successes total. Two success, two successes. So two I did su- it. Yeah. <laughs> so I did it. Yeah, you, you did. You did. Uh, so to the sounds like, yeah, and like just like every time it happens, just gronk, gronk, gronk. Uh, you managed to drag gronk up the stairs. Sweet. Vic, are you fo- like uh, Brash has gone ahead? Are you following? No, I'm watching this. <laughs> I gotta see this. Yeah. All right. So. Um, uh, Adam, what do you think the inspirational song playing in uh, Waka Waka Fonzie's head is as he's dragging this Gronk droid up the stairs? Uh, it's, a, it's a song I, I made up, and it's called Gronk and Me. <laughs> and it's like, uh, me and my Gronk, we're a Gronkin' around, we're Gronkin' up here, and we're Gronkin' uptown. And, and I'm kind of, I'm singing that as I'm like chugging. So is Waka up. singing this? 
I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of, it's, well, it's in my head. It's in my head, but I'm kind of humming it. <laughs> so good. So Waka is hearing the voice of Adam McNamara <laughs> singing yeah. this song. Yeah, yeah. man, my gronk. But I'm just like, <laughs> like, I'm just humming it, but it's like really the, big in my head. Now in canon, you are the voice of your character's brain. <laughs> like, it's just like yes. your, your weird conscience yeah. is just you. So when he thinks, it's like, hey, maybe you should do this. <laughs> Try this out. Amazing. Adam McNamara, yeah. the voice of a TBI. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, amazing. All right. So you get to the top of the stairs, you write Gronk, uh, and then you just like tie the war pants I just leave around him, on, him. I leave him on top. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, like a coiled there. rope on top yeah. of a filing cabinet. <laughs> war pants, TM. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. we should launch it. I, I'd buy it. Yeah. Um, and those pants are still in really good condition. Like they weren't even they, phased. I gave you so many dice to yeah. fuck it up, and they just, those war pants are Quality just too good. Pants. Quality. Oh, man. Now I wish I had war pants. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that was good use of a, a destiny point. Um, so, <laughs> um, Brash, uh, when you, uh, obviously, you got up there first, and it just nails on a chalkboard hearing this slamming mess. Do you think you would have closed the door when you reached the... A hundred percent, yes. I'm inside, and I closed the door. I have no interest. Okay. Um, so... Your the sort of admin floor um, is where all the offices are. Um, I think uh, for our purposes, think like those kind of uh, waist high walls and then glass from there up, uh, kind of like all the levels in Goldeneye. <laughs> yep, that makes sense. Yep, um, there is clearly the sort of the CEO's office at the very far end. Up till there, you can see there are a couple of kind of um, essentially open office pens, as well as some individual meeting rooms and that sort of thing. Uh, you can see a small kitchenette. Um, some bathrooms, but again, this is just you standing kind of at one end of uh, sort of a a wide-ish hall that just leads to stuff on left, the left or the right. So I, I reach down and I tighten like three straps and it goes from awkward EVA suit, but somehow I knew just how to pull it. So now I look like I'm wearing one of those like Mission Impossible Tom Cruise outfits that's <laughs> fitted. It's ribbed. Like I look good. Uh, and then a blaster in hand. I'm just going to like try to like creep to where I know the CEO's office is. It's a weird thing because there's a part of brash that's like almost more comfortable in a corporate environment because that's everything he knew but then he, he has to like shake that shit off because he right. fucking hates it and that's not what he does and then he probably just like messes up some papers <laughs> on a desk and then he like goes back to looking cool sure uh can you roll me a stealth check please so that is stealth plus agility um and i'll give you one purple great i need uh no actually just two of the green and a purple dos green <sighs> all right I'll give you one boost dice for your improvised Tom Cruise outfit. I figure if I <laughs> if I have to give Adam disadvantage for the war pants, then I have to give you advantage for your, your like. Don't worry, you can give me all the dice in the world. Dress somehow, that you've I'll somehow still spun. be the only the only incompetent member of the team will be me. <laughs> yeah. All right, that is uh, one success and three boost or three advantage. Three advantage. Uh, wow. Okay, so. And sorry, and one success? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So, yeah, you, you stealth your way along. Uh, as you go, uh, you can see some broken glass uh, You like as you like knock the papers off. Um, you can see there seems to have been a gunfight up here, um, but there's no... There doesn't seem... Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm describing this badly. There doesn't seem to be a, a concentrated zone where this happened. It's just like there, there seems to be some sort of scattered shooting that went on. Um, but... Uh, you don't see any other bodies kind of from the central hallway. Um, you notice more broken glass uh, in kind of one of the open office pens to the left. So you could explore that if you want, or you could continue on to the office. Because you rolled well, you can choose which one you want. I'm going to continue on to the office. My brain looks at it and goes, because, I mean, Brash, he's watched a lot of Hall of It's. It's all you do when you're yeah, like... Yeah. What are you going to do during your shift? You're not going to do the work your parents sent you. It was like a VP of a corporation. Instead, you watch all of it. But how cool things are. And he's seen one called Predator. <laughs> and he looks around and he goes, a bunch of shots fired at an invisible man. Or alien or whoever. <laughs> Probably a man. They're assholes. Uh, he's like, they fired in different directions and then fled off over there. But I'm here to get a map. <laughs> And then I just says this very quietly to himself, like a dramatic monologue that looks yep. so meaningful. And then he s- 
stalks sneakily, but it works. It's not that fucking Vic bullshit <laughs> towards the CEO's office. Cool. So um, you're most of the way there when the door you came through uh, opens again and uh, Fonzie and uh, Vic step out of the hallway with the Gronk droid. Um, what do you guys think you guys are doing? Uh, I see the kitchen right away, and so I head for the kitchen. <laughs> okay. And uh, Vic? I'll uh, catch up to Brash. Uh, can you roll me a stealth check, or are you just walking up to him? I'm just going to walk up to him. <laughs> <laughs> you could be stealth if you want to sneak uh, up on him. <laughs> and the gonk droid just starts, like, slowly walking behind yeah. <laughs> Fonzie. I give up on my act, and I turn a darker shade of red. Like, I, I've been drifting back to green, and it's crimson. straight back to yeah. red. Uh, wicked. So you reach the, the CEO's door. Uh, it's sort of a... Um, a massive, uh, you're surprised to see wooden door, so it was clearly imported specifically for this purpose, um, that uh, says, um, questions are always welcome. And then in brackets under it, it says, complaints are not. <laughs> uh, and there's a smiley, like a classic yellow smiley face, but it's Star Wars, so I guess it's like, I don't know, a stop sign shape, and it's blue. <laughs> uh, Star Wars. I'll tell you, based on the joke. Whoever had this job was a third child. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, you sort of like ease the door open. You can tell, uh, you see it's actually open a crack. Um, And uh, as you do so, um, you sort of ease the door open and um, you see uh, the man from the video uh, dressed in the the dark garb um, in the middle of pouring a scotch. Uh, And turns out like, Oh shit! Uh, turns invisible and opens fire. This episode of Dumb Scum and Villainy features the voices of Ryan Laplante at the Ryan Laplante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Adam McNamara at Adam McNamara13 on Twitter, and our fantastic game master Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan Laplante, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's MRKR. Our theme song is In Orbit by Chronox, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Dumb Dumb Dice. That's D-U-M-B D-U-M-B D-I-C-E Now get out of my shop. I'm a Toydarian. Your Jedi mind tricks do not work on me. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, Jason Denson, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.